We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody! Today is the day where the NFL is back. NFL is back, oh yeah. I miss singing on the radio, I really do. Tom, I, I got Tom's tweet, Scrub-A-Dub, since we were talking about it, it's gone up from $13 a month to 18 I think it's $17.99 a month for unlimited car washes. Still a good deal. They don't, It's still a good deal. It's unlimited car washes. You never know how many times you... Need to get your car washed multiple times a week. But if you do, uh, scrub a dub is the place to be. The Brewers, <laughs> the Brewers did not get the dub. We'll talk about that here in a minute. This episode is going to feature Grant Bills and Paul Emig. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow's should feature Ryan Horvat for our picks. Excited for that. Horvat is taking the Lions. Money line. So we're going to try to do these earlier in the week so we can get the Thursday game. But Horvat is taking Lions money line. I saw it down to four and a half. If Travis Kelsey's not going to play, there's now maybe some trending optimism. We'll see. I don't know. I what I like is DraftKings. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a lot of Gibbs and Montgomery combos. Because with no Chris Jones, if you look at the Chiefs depth chart on defense, I like don't know who these guys are. And maybe they're good. I don't know. Chiefs, man, without Kelsey, it's it's Mahomes and who's the second option? Sky Moore, MVS, my guy Noah Gray. I don't know. The the Lions have more weapons, especially with Kelsey down, if that's the case. If you draft a Cooper Cup, oof, he's out week one. Maybe more. Packers have some injuries too. Uh, and these are not good. Packers have some injuries that include Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs. So we knew that Romeo Dubs might be in danger of missing week one because of a hamstring. Now we may be in jeopardy of not seeing Christian Watson, who Matt LaFleur was asked about the injury, didn't say, wouldn't say. And then later, 45 minutes later, the Packers put out their injury report. So 
really crafty. I mean, that's just veteran coach move. You know, the, the amount that can be gained that the bears could have gained if they had known 45 minutes earlier, the reason for Christian Watson being on the injured list. I mean, shit, give this guy, give this guy all the awards. What a, what a genius. Uh, Anthony Johnson Jr. is on the injury report. He's also apparently on this team uh, at safety. LaShawn Lash, uh, Gary, LaShawn Johnson. LaShawn Johnson's not going to play. Rashawn Gary, limited in practice. Uh, Dontavian Wicks, hamstring, but did practice. And David Bakhtiari is on the injury report again. I assume he'll play the said veteran rest. I don't. Packers got to regret that contract, though. I mean, David Bakhtiari should be playing five games a year for the Lions or Bears or something. But we'll see. We'll see what D-Box 69 can give us uh, this year when he's not busy buying Tesla stock. So we'll see. So that's the latest on that game. Packers-Bears again, 325. If you missed it yesterday, we talked with Danny Parkins. Of 670 the score you can check that out also on the dan shaney youtube stream which is also where you can check out the rest of this podcast with grant and paul which we'll go to here in just a minute do want to talk about the brewers as they lost this was a snoozer of a game for the most part the brewers got an early lead thanks to my guy willie adamas who had two hits including a home run now hitting 212 on the season the brewers then were able to for the most part keep the pirates at bay until they did played some runs here in the uh, sixth and seventh brewers had a chance nice catch by uh who caught that ball connor joe and then an all-time terrible cb bunkner buckner move where he called a strike that was completely out of the zone and that's going to hurt. We don't talk about it today, but that hurts my mind and Grant's desire to continue to see human umpires when you have a game in this way. Now, the Brewers lost for other reasons. You know, it was a hot day, a sleepy day. There was like 15 total people at the ballpark in Pittsburgh on a weekday afternoon. Some just a random Wednesday in September. But Brewers just could not get the job done when they needed to. Um, Pagaro, people are turning on him now. He gave up some runs, so not a great week so far for the crew. After doing really well against Philadelphia, they then lose on Sunday and then lose two or three, so they've lost three or four. In the meantime, the Cubs just swept the Giants, so this lead is now down to a game and a half. Brewers go out to New York for the weekend and they're kind of rejuvenated a little bit, so we'll see what the Yankees provide. Brewers off on Thursday. Cubs have a chance to pick up a half game, or I guess by the same logic, so do the Brewers. Cubs start a four-gamer in Arizona Thursday. So right now, the Brewers are 77-62. and 62. That's a nice record. You know what? I didn't realize that was the record. I always look at the games back. They're having a nice year. 77-62, and 62. That's, that's pretty good. But they lost a couple, and the Cubs are chasing – a game and a half back, and the Reds still kind of hanging on. They would be more interesting in the wild card situation. Marlins also in that mix. They had a couple of guys 
Alcantara and I think Solaire go on the injured list. So they might be in a little bit of trouble there. But Brewers, yeah, tough loss. Not good. Hot day. Angry day. Brewers do lose. Hey, what are you doing right now? You driving? You riding a bike maybe? You uh, heading to uh, a beer garden? Maybe you're off to one of the nine things you signed your kids up for this fall? Are your lights on? Are you going the speed limit? Because in Wisconsin, crashes involving people biking and walking occur during the evening commute, and that increases as the sun starts to set earlier. This is a message from the Wisconsin Bike Fed reminding all road users to turn your lights on, slow down, and look around. Let's work together to make sure everyone, no matter how they travel through our community, gets home safe. Learn more at wisconsinbikefed.org. That's right. Welcome, the Wisconsin Bike Fed, to the Bart Winkler Show. They have a message that they want to get out to you. Basically, just drive better, okay? It's getting darker earlier. We're all in a rush. It's a go-go-go society. But let's not, like, hit people that are crossing the street or riding a bike. A lot of great bike lanes. They're all over the east side. Some people think that that's where you park your delivery car. No, those are those are bike lanes. Use them as bike lanes. All right, uh, quick timeout and Paul and Grant, and then uh, we've we've got NFL tonight, guys. We've got NFL. Cannot wait for it. Paul and Grant coming up. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. 
Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. I am joined by Grant Bills, and I am joined by Paul Emick, and my name is Bart Winkler. And together, the three of us are going to converse about the latest in sports. Questions will be asked by Paul, and instead of saying yes or no, we will groan one way or another. So with that being said, also I want to tell everyone, if you're on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream, because it's football season, it's beanie season. So I'm back to beanies. So hats, regular hats, no Surrey Frank. Beanies are in. Is it just between... Memorial Day and Labor Day, you don't wear a beanie. Is that basically the only window of the year you don't? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is that about it? Once Labor Day hits, I'm back to beanies. No wearing white, and we're back to beanies. Back right. to beanies. Is there is there anyone listening to this who probably not? <laughs> well played. Is there anyone listening to this who would not say that fall is their favorite season? Keep in mind, fall includes football. Like, so you get you get all things that come with fall. It's it's the best. It's the greatest season. Well, a lot of people like summer. I like summer's a summer's a solid runner up. Sometimes I think about like on a normal summer day, I'll I'll look around my yard or my driveway and I'll think, man, that's gonna suck when there's snow right there. Mm -hmm. I will do that. I didn't use that. You'll do that in fall. No, I'll do that in summer. <clears throat> oh. In summer! Well played. That's Frozen. one of Grant's favorite tunes. Frozen. No. Oh, my God. Uh, so my kid started, like, the other day, he watched Sing 2. Oh, yeah. And we have now watched Sing 2 15 times this week. Good film? That'll happen. It is. It is. The Sing movies are good. But I sing, I can't get Sing on any streamer. Sing's not available anywhere unless you buy yeah, it. Yeah, I think we at one point we bought the Sing dual pack on, you know, Apple TV or however that works. Sing 2 is on Netflix. Oh, Sing 2 is, but not Sing 1. Yeah. You can get it for is 10 bucks on on uh, Apple or however you do that. No, no, is I'm I'm paying if I'm paying 5.99 to eight different streamers. <clears throat> I'm not going out and then renting a movie. So it's a, it's a loaded cast. Bono, Halsey, Tori Kelly. Tori Kelly almost died. Scarlett Johansson. Damn. Pharrell. Damn. Uh, Taryn Egerton, who does Sky Full of Stars better than Coldplay. Mm, and I know you're a Coldplay guy, so that means something. Mm-hmm. Johnny. All right. Uh, ask a different thing. <clears throat> All right. It's been a few weeks since I've had a topic that I was so eager to talk about that I texted you guys because the last time I did that, you mocked me and said, isn't that the whole point? You're supposed to have questions that whatever. But this week I have one and I don't think, think, I don't think I would ask this if Grant wasn't a part of our panel. I think what I'm mocking is like you you like text us how excited you are mm-hmm. as a tease. 
but I don't mean it to be that like but in professional no, terms. Like people that enjoy the show, they're not teased about nothing. I'm not doing it to it's not like, like it's not like on Monday I'm teasing this great Paul topic. Although perhaps I should have. Uh, for me, it's just my exuberance, just my excitement. It's not meant to like inflate your numbers or get views. It's just like, guys, can we just talk about this now? And then, nope, you made me wait. And that's okay because it's only built up the excitement. So, like I said, I don't think this would have been a – this topic is very Grant and Bills specific because oh. Grant and Bills is a Craig Council truther. No. Right? You are the Craig Council guy. I think he's amazing. So let's just like, I'm not saying like, you know, like Grant thinks he's great. And what is he talking about? <clears throat> Put some thought on this one. Over the past 15 years, Craig Council is the state of Wisconsin's best coach slash manager in that span. I will let you include everything from, of course, Packers, Brewers, Bucks, to Badgers basketball and football, to Marquette basketball, however yes. you want to. Think of the topic. So in the state of Wisconsin over the past 15 years, Craig Council is the best coach slash manager since 2008. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. And Grant's contemplation already as he leaned back in his chair already tells me I am – my excitement and my buildup for this in my head is going to probably be worth it. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. Whoever would like to go first. I just want to say that the answer is Bart Lundy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> My guy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so who else would be candidates? I, I, thought, I thought Bo, maybe. So, so I thought of, I thought of Bo Ryan. I thought yeah. of Buzz Williams um, no. as a, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if how you want to look at this. Um, so, um, so we have two guys that won titles. Budenholzer won a title. McCarthy won a title. <clears throat> yeah. So can you say like Craig's so better you, than them? They won titles. This is what I'm so excited about. Can you do that? I think Craig is better at managing a baseball team than Bud is at coaching a basketball team. Mm hmm. That's no knock on Bud. It's a but it's a fact. Bud is not a punchline, by the way. Bud did some very nice coaching things in that run. Did Bud was run? Bud was definitely there for that he, run. He, he was there. He was, he, was, he, was he was present. And I think Mike McCarthy did some good things too. I like he's still coaching. I think Mike McCarthy's a he's a very good coach. Yep. Yeah, it's Craig. Who who else would it be? <laughs> who else would it be? I think if you want to, I think you could throw Lance Leipold in the mix. Oh, yeah. that's water. a fun. I didn't think about that. That's a fun one. A lot of national championships went to Buffalo. That's mm -hmm. why Wisconsin scheduled Buffalo. And then Chris is gone and Leipold's gone. And now he's at Kansas and they got a big one Friday night against Illinois. Mm. Ooh, that'll be an, yeah, that's an interesting matchup given the coaching. God, I love, I love Kansas. <clears throat> it's just unbelievable. Football comes back and within a week it's, we just have, a dozen incredible games that we're fascinated about and all these interesting stories. Like it does, it, it barely takes a weekend and we're, we're just so back. We're so back. Um, so Lightfold won, Lightfold won five division three NCAA championships between 2009 and 2014. Is that right? Five. Yeah. In they the won like every year. Yeah. 
That's like coming out of the AFC West. That's extra hard. You get extra points for winning it out of the WEAC. Looks like only 2012 in that little six-year span. Only 2012 did they not win. Who beat him, Mount Union or the other one? Do not know. <laughs> Mary Harden Baylor. Yeah, Mary Mary Harden Baylor. I know oh. Mary Baylor. She's an incredibly nice person. <laughs> Mary, Mary Baylor? I do, yeah. The actual Mary Baylor? I know a girl named that. Oh, I was going to say, this is a Horvat move. I know, I know Mary. I actually know Mary Baylor. She's my my aunt's sister. Oh, that the college was named after. Yeah. It, by the way, uh, Lance the- Leipold and I are mutual Twitter followers. Oh, very good. He, he has to listen to Chuck and Winkler. I love that. By the way, in those five seasons, so excluding 2012, they went 75 and 0. Yeah. Now in 2012, he really stunk it up at seven and three. Not including seven and three, 2012, 75 and 0. Absolutely bonkers. Okay. Leipold can definitely be under consideration. Absolutely. Yeah. Leipold's in there. I just look at it this way. If council leaves the Brewers, is there a single team in Major League Baseball that would not be like, should should we call? At least consider calling. Whoa, whoa, it's 70, 80% of teams would, would maybe call. And the biggest budget teams would be interested. Like the Mets would be interested. And the Padres should be interested. Whereas if like Matt LaFleur, I think is very good. If he becomes available, a good portion of the league is not scrambling to get an interview with him. Or or the Ken Rosenthal's of the NFL world are not writing pieces speculating on whether or not he'll be. You know what, available. Grant, I, I think I was already leaning council. Great argument. I, I'm like, this is like open and shut council. Well, it's supply and demand. Well, I think the answer is I'm gonna I'm gonna vote council also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> a clean sweep. Um so Here's a question. Is Council doing a disservice to the Brewers by not giving them an answer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what what, what if, would we be saying if this was Aaron Rodgers and not Craig Council? Exactly. Through, which is a hilarious game. Like someone uh, And then Council's gonna go to New York. Yep. Jerry. No, Jerry did this with Mason Crosby, by the way. You know that that video of him kicking field goals? Jerry, one of our mutual listeners, was like, this is a douche move. What if Aaron Rodgers did this? We'd be complaining about it. So it's just fun to think. That's that's a great point by Jerry. Um, I I really mean that. Um, The the only thing I'd say about, Grant, your thing. You got to meet Jerry. He's a vibe. Jerry's a vibe? Yeah. Okay. The only thing I'd say is if Craig Council became available, which he could here not too long from now, does Craig Council get like bonus attribute points though for the Brewers that he won't get anywhere else because there's just that special? He's from Whitefish Bay. He's a lifelong Wisconsin resident. Like, is Craig Council, is there something intangible about the fact that it's his hometown team that he grew up with, that he played for, that he does that give a little bit extra sparkle? that if he was just like the manager of the Padres wouldn't exist because it just wouldn't be as special. I feel like we've gotten to the point now with Craig where, well, maybe I shouldn't say that. I I don't know if it's specific to Milwaukee. I think managing in a place like the Brewers, if he comes up short, we understand why. It's like, well, he doesn't have the budget that the Dodgers or, or other teams do. Like he isn't given the resources that Dave Roberts is given. I don't know if that's specific to Milwaukee and specific to his hometown. I didn't break yeah. it. 
Uh-oh. I did not break it. You can turn. I didn't touch it. <laughs> was not me. Wasn't me. I'm being accused me. of breaking the coffee machine. Did he break the coffee machine? Wasn't me. Uh, Kiss FM's Alley Faith. Just clearly seeing I'm recording something. Classic radio. Start yelling at me. No, that's what that is. Is that's a classic radio person power moving a podcast person. You yeah, never, because, you because the, there's a window here, and normally I have the computer set up here, but for lighting purposes, I have it here. Again, Dan Shaney YouTube stream. Grant, and, you were, Grant, you were saying or no? Well, I, 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 Allie and I have had coffee issues. Like my entire tenure in this building, uh huh. Many times I would place the coffee mugs in the sink and not put them in the dishwasher. You're one of those people, and so she threw away like 20 mugs. And I said, This is not solving the problem. You are, and then we were like out of mugs for months. Boy, this, this is compelling shit. Council, wrap this up. If Craig Council goes to the Mets or the or if he were to go to the Dodgers, another team, and they weren't winning, the pressure would be more substantial, and the and the pressure would would rise more quickly in a team that's not bottom third in Major League Baseball on payroll. And I don't know if that's specific to the Brewers because it's his hometown team. I just think it's they're a team with fewer resources, and he probably gets less criticism for that reason. Well, so then, so does you know it does the underdoggy type of vibe that comes with being the brewers manager benefits someone of his mentality or you know like i think there's something to be said that some people can thrive i think when so. it's when expected to win and some people thrive when it's like well anything you do above 500 would be like you'd be pray like there's different you know there's a certain expectation. Big, big fish, small pond, small pond, bigger fish. Like, I don't know. There's He's the place. longest tenured manager in the National League. Thank you for saying that, by the way. Yeah, good, great, yeah. When he uh, started in 2015, I was there, first of all. The Clayton Kershaw game? Uh, I was there in his first, I was there. The, the presser? Yeah. Got to be. <laughs> What and was I was the, so what pumped because Renicky was, 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 was no fun. Renicky sucked. Remember Ron Renicky? I do remember Ron Renicky. Remember Ken Maka? So, Council, though, my point is okay. the, the amount of things that he could do then, he can't do now. No manager has had the rules of the game changed as much in any period yeah council did and these these rules that would be enacted all took away things that he was good at yeah that's a great point as well and he's still good he was very obviously against the banning of the shift because that was but i always say this i always say this with craig whenever craig's asked about these rules craig craig the three batter minimum don't don't you think we keep enough track of enough things in in the game? I mean, I, I'm still struggling with wins, runs created plus. 
I used to I used to bring a a scorebook to the game. Now now I gotta bring now I gotta bring sixteen cal- calculators. <laughs> um, I could I mean I just I could listen to you do that. <laughs> I don't think there's a stopping point. I don't think there's a cutoff. I, 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 I wanted I, I wanted to stay on my flip phone, but this this game made me upgrade to 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 a smartphone. <laughs> my favorite thing is right when you get to the end of each sentence, you hit that second to last word two two two. <laughs> What's well, an impression? It's and it's, I mean, it's you, uncanny. You up, what I'm saying is what? What is it? What is it? What, I, what I'm saying? At a point. At a point. Oh, Craig. Craig always says. Instead of like asking us about these rules all the time, how about we do them and then see? He's always like, we could debate. We could debate what will this do for the game, or we could just try it and then if it doesn't work, we'll change it. And he's all he's just not into the conversation about what should we like the strike zone. Just do it then, and then we'll see. It's very um, it's very Doctor House. Treatment is faster than testing. If you think a patient has an illness, just treat it. And we'll we'll find out. And I listened to Craig. I was not there at his introductory press conference, but he did speak at the lacrosse loggers winter barbecue a couple <laughs> winters ago. And he spoke with Damian Miller on a panel led by Ben Kapanke. I was very good. And Chris Goodell, the loggers general manager, and talked about these rule changes. And it was awesome. And Craig was super open about baseball is not in a good spot right now. It's not a good game. I believe Dan Kapanke, Ben's father. Mm hmm. Was a state senator? Uh, assemblyman, senator, yeah, elected But official. he has a, some sort of ownership in Dipping Dots. The ice cream of the future. Can you not do both? No, I, I, he might own Dippin' Dots. I, I, I actually didn't know that. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, this is interesting. If, um, if, his, if his nickname isn't like Hanky Kapanky, I don't know what we're doing here. Oh, okay. Taking it one step further, Kapanki became a full-fledged Dippin' Dots franchisee. Franchisee. There's no Dippin' Dots. Maybe there's Dippin' Dots at the Loggers game? I always sit out in the uh, in the Topper's Terrace where you can get all-you-can-eat food and six free beers. Beer, four beers. It's four. Which is just absurd. The ticket's like 25 bucks. They're just giving it away out there. My, my, my heavens. My stars. But yeah, Craig, my original point like super open and clear about how baseball sucked and how there was no action and we need to do something. And I, I guess I just didn't expect him to speak with such candor about the matter. Candor. Uh, yeah. With that much Cassie and Andor about the matter. It was mm. very, it was very interesting. And I, I, that on that night sat at my table in the lacrosse center and thought this man could be commissioner of baseball. This, this man This man sees the sport in an overarching way with with a grander perspective. The day-to-day of managing a baseball team might not be enough for this guy. He's got too many things swirling in his head to just be turning a lineup card. Wow. 24 hours. Wow. So here's what he's going to do. I don't like the first part I'm about to say as a Brewers fan. He's going to step away after this season. Okay. His son will go through his four years of college. Or three, maybe he gets drafted early, or I don't know. Um, comes back in 2027 to challenge Manfred. Oh, I thought you meant come back to ret- back to manage the Brewers. 
It's like God. That well, would no, be because emotionally charged. Well, like, you know what? I, yeah, what I mean, if I someone else does want to be commissioner? Like, can they challenge? Can vote of vote of no confidence or like but, a but dual? That's a, I'm a, that's a great question though, Bart. How how would that work? Like if if council is like, you know what? I don't want to go manage the Mets. I want to be commissioner, but I want to do it in three years. Like, would you just start rounding up all of the owners to say, "Hey, over the next three years, start like planting the seeds that you're going to do a vote of no confidence or however you would do that," and then I'm going to come in and I'm going to make this better. I'm going to shake the trees. Yeah, council will get in there. You shake the trees. The only thing that sucks. The only thing is like. It's hard to like. What is this picture of? This is Dan Kapanke selling dipping dots at the <laughs> Holman Show Choir event. <laughs> All right, Dan, Dan YouTube. Dan Kapanke was and is a man of the people. I remember uh, in election periods he would walk around the ballpark, and even when he hasn't been up for election, he'd do this. He'd walk around Copeland Park. He'd shake everyone's hand. Thank you for coming. Thank you for supporting the loggers. Thank you. He'd come out into the outfield where he'd be sitting. He'd have his yellow loggers pull on. Thank you. Thank you. Very. Pr- it's a family business, the lacrosse loggers. I love the loggers. The only thing I was going to say is I'd, if Craig was the I, – I can't say Craig with us and Craig. Well, and I'm, I'm thinking of Veep when they go to the, the tech company and it's Craig. Like the, and well, they keep correcting him. I'm sorry. It's Craig? It's Cra- uh, Cra- Craig. 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 When Craig – it's hard to like a commissioner of a sport. They are inherently there to be dumped on, right? Like they are there to clean up all of the owner's garbage. And they have to do it with a smile on their face and pretend that they mean what they're saying. So I don't know for the sake of our of Craig's likability if we want that, but it would be good for the sport. It would be tremendous for the sport. I've no We doubt. are woefully late. Can I just ask you just real quick before we if Craig is the you the, the unanimous winner, I have two questions for you. One, if we pulled this. And we gave options of Council, McCarthy, Boonholzer, or I don't know, other. Do we think Council? What do you, what? 87%. Would say Council? Yeah. Over two coaches who won titles? I'm, I think we're going to end up being the minority. No. Mm, Best okay, manager we'll coach of 15 years? You think we're in the minority for Council? Considering we have two coaches that won titles, and if you include Leipold, won multiple titles, and Bo Ryan was shit about Lance Leipold. Bo Ryan got to the final, got to the championship game. Paul, Council's everyone, never, nobody Council's, credits Budenholzer for that title. So, well, not no one. I certainly don't. Some people do. <laughs> no one I'm credits McCarthy for that title. McCarthy, what do you, McCarthy should get all the credit in the world for that title. He got Aaron Rodgers over the hump of an NFC championship game, which, and that, and that team was just absolutely, and that team was injury riddled that in a way that you can't not, you're never supposed to win a Super Bowl being that injured. And people don't give McCarthy credit for maybe his biggest stroke of genius on that playoff run, which was getting his guys fit for their rings before the Super Bowl. It was before the conference. No, it was after the conference championship before the Super Bowl. And at the beginning of the season, he looked at the wall and said, that's where your picture is going to go. Yep. Yep. And then he brought in Gallagher. Yeah. A lot has changed. You know, he's he's lightened up his act. He's changed his material a lot in the last couple of years. So, okay. So, okay. Who's your second place winner? Who's your personal second place finish behind council? Past Leipold. Bo Ryan. I'm going to go McCarthy too. What? I am. Yeah, Why is that funny? 
because you said McCarthy too, and neither one of us said McCarthy. I think that's interesting. I think Bo Ryan's a great choice. Um, I, I'll probably put, I'll probably put Bo. I don't know. I mean, Leipold's record is ridiculous, but I didn't watch Whitewater football, so I don't, I don't really know how to appreciate it. And I'm pandering to the three or four people that enjoy Whitewater football that listen to the show. So, Grant, who's third then behind Bo? Jason Kidd. <laughs> yeah. Joe Prunty, actually. Joe Prunty. Joe he's Philbin. Joe, Joe Philbin. Philbin. The challenge game. I was at that game. The challenge game, yep. The challenge game. Who challenges one drive? We have to pull we have to pull this to see if if um yeah. Well you do that. Show me your poll. And then uh <laughs> oh, good. He's, he's reached the age where a laugh turns into a cough. <laughs> my uh, my cough sounds like static. <laughs> Right, you were happyplacehemp.com. The promo code is Bart. See if I were, I'm not smoking. If I were to smoke, it'd be even a heavier cough. Mm-hmm. But I just go the gummy route. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking the THC yum yums. I'm talking the CBD, CBM, and night nights. I'm talking the Delta 850 milligrams i'm talking the thc free mango tango that's not what it's called i call those the tim shea he takes those he takes them tim tim shea tim's mango delight i don't think i've ever had a moment in my life that when I was with or around Tim Shea was bad. I'm always happy when Tim's around. He is like an instant. Yeah. He's like a puppy, you know, a puppy or a jet ski, a jet ski. And do you ever like the greatest thing about him? I think is when he'll all of a sudden just say, we are the D, 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 HappyPlaceHemp.com, promo code BART, 25% off every order, even if you've already ordered. You could order, you could place two different orders that day. You could say, oh, you could say, oh, fiddlesticks, I forgot to throw in the Delta 8s. Just get another order. Shipping's free. They're not charging you for shipping. None, none, none costs the wiser. None, That's one none. way to put those words together, and in... none, none, none cost, none cost the wiser at HappyPlaceHemp.com. Last week, Tim Shea quit the podcast. Doesn't matter. Now we're back together again. You guys know that song? You guys know last week Kyle quit the band. Was that bare naked ladies? Or I tell you what, you <laughs> no, know. He's, oh, doing tena- he's doing tenacious D because of him. Kyle quit the band. I I try with uh, with the '90s. I do. There's just not a, there's not very many redeeming things out of that decade. To be that's honest, like, well, that's, this is a we should properly give our uh, Smash Mouth that guy mm-hmm. who nobody knows his name. Steve Steve Hartwell. I told my wife Smash Mouth died. She goes, all of them. 
<laughs> That's not funny, but it is. Funny. Said, no, it, no, is I... it is. It's funny because in the past, like only the most legendary bands have got like Skinner all died in a plane crash, or like when Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper all went down, and it would just be, it would just be funny. This guy was a huge Bay Area sports fan, and he was shitting on A's ownership long before it became cool. He, he would tweet at them, and they would tweet back to him like smash mouth lyrics and he's being like no you guys stop you guys run your team bad this isn't this isn't a time to be like hey now we're an all-star you're not you suck <laughs> i just i i don't feel comfortable eulogizing smash mouth without re- recognizing the other musical giant that we lost over the weekend jimmy I, buffett sure yeah i'm losing all my heroes Gordon Lightfoot, Jimmy Buffett, Craig Council is going to retire in like a month. That's I'm losing everything near and dear to me. I'm losing pillars of my show by the week. Grant, you need to at least give a few listens to "Might as Well Be Walking on the Sun." Oh yeah, I like that song. It's a yeah. Good. Right. I was in a high Do you school like program. their version of "I'm a Believer" better or the Monkees? Smash Mouth is better. Well, first of all, Neil Diamonds is the best. Smash Mouth, I believe, is second. I don't like the Monkees. I, I don't need every song Beatleized. I know it's not a Beatles song, but it's like, hey, what if these four dorks also did a version of this song? What about Pleasant Valley Sunday? What is that? It's yeah. just a Pleasant Valley Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, hey, that's, hey, hey. That's exactly. If, if we're going like corny... Boy bands from that era, I will take the love and spoonful over the monkeys. Please and thank you. What about Jan and Dean? I don't know who that is. Um, yeah, the monkeys had a lot of good songs. Daydream Believer is a smash. It's a, that's a hit. Mm-hmm. Last train to Clarksville. Wake up, sleepy genie. Oh, what does it mean? Paul, Take ask that. another question, please. I dream, believer, and uh, you sound like Tim when he's talking to Lois in our Twitter spaces. Hello, Paul. Please throw a lifeline to this podcast. Right. Yeah, Christ Almighty, we're bringing up Lois. Ready, guys? Be honest. Win or lose, you are going to overreact to Sunday's Packers Bears game. Hmm, win, win or lose. lose. Win or lose. You are going to overreact one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. Win or lose. So uh, Wednesday show, Danny Parkins joined. Um, he does a good job of, like, aggressively telling me to shut up in a nice way. <laughs> Where it's like, stop complaining about anything Packers. I am a Bears fan. I go, but you don't know what it's like. They... Sometimes he goes, none of it matters. You win. You always win. No. You're always, you always have a, you know, you have not worried about your quarterback in 30 years. Oh, we've worried about it. Like, at least on Tuesdays, we had to, we had to worry about it on Tuesdays, Danny Parker. But that, that doesn't matter. Did you have to worry about your quarterback on Tuesdays? Bears fans can't comprehend that. and, And I don't think that they should. I think that. You don't know until you live it. Mm-hmm. The unique mm-hmm. challenges that come. Thank you. 
with the quarterbacks that we've had for the last 30 years. Thank you. Yeah, we've had some unique challenges with them. We, we have do definitely... have all anyone can see, like you can peer. So here's a good one. You can walk by our house, you know, at night and you see a nice little family eating dinner in the dining room. And you say, that's what I aspire to. Wow. And, wow. but then you, what you don't see are the rest of the rooms in the house where dad then leaves to go downstairs and play with his trains all night and get drunk thinking of uh, Kathy from high school and mom <laughs> goes upstairs and, you know, rubs herself to the guy that she works out with. And then the kid, the kid, the kid. It's, it's just, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. You, can't. you had a, you had a clip here for a moment. I'm not tweeting rub myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't know our problems until you live them. I said, I said on my show about this, I said Packers fandom is the gated community of the NFL. We're all very rich and we live in our gated community and, and all the poors think we got it so great. And I guess compared to them, we do, but. You know, we got to deal with higher taxes and we got to deal with the annoying HOA that makes us, we get, we got our problems too. Teams with uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacks, we got problems as well. They're just rich people problems. They're still problems though. We yeah, have problems. 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 Amen. Yeah. Bart, you really honestly had a, I mean, that analogy was pre-coughing attack. You were, you were onto something. Well, I didn't. I didn't say, I don't know. No, I was enjoying. I was let's enjoying. Break it. it down. Let's break it down. What went wrong with your analogy, Bart? Let's let's dissect this. Well, when it. I when I said rubs herself, <laughs> to, to, I think you said to her buddy from the or to her workout guy from the gym. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what. That's who they you don't really think of. Is right? that the most? Is that the most frequent source of? Uh, Look, I don't know, man. Um, I, I, I get what your analogy is. Everyone thinks we got it so, so great that they just don't know. They don't. Win or lose, you're going to overreact to Sunday's game. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. Well, if I lose, if they lose, I'll be mad at the overreaction of the Bears fans. That's the thing that's bothering me. Yep. I figured it would. I go into detail with, uh, I call him DP. Danny Parkins. I don't okay. know him that. There's like there's like three DPs. You have Dr. Pepper, Dan Patrick. There's so many DPs that rank higher than Danny Parkins. No, no, no. He can't be DP. <laughs> no. Don't make me don't make me sing. Oh shit, I'm dying. I'm dying. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get tested or checked. No, someone, John sent me a message. He said it's the wildfires. It's not the fuck. Sure. It's the wildfires. Continue. I was going to go to the doctor and then I got a DM that it might be the wildfires. I'm like, oh, problem cured. <laughs> you were saying about DP. What, what do you tell DP? I told him that I'm more nervous about the bear's fans reaction then if, like if the if the packers lose week one is our season over 
Uh, is Jordan Love a failure? Nope. It, not if the Packers lose Week One, we'll go try to get in Week Two. But the only thing that will suck about it, like, even if we were playing the Vikings, it'd be better if we were playing the Vikings. Yeah. Or Detroit. Yeah. But I just the Bears. Both fan bases, and I've been saying this this week. The Packers fans got to cut this shit out. Both fan bases are acting like this game is going to establish things for the next 15 years. Yes. We're either we're either going to continue to own the Bears or we're going to go back to the 70s and the 80s. And I'm like, hey, guys, what if like Justin Fields and Jordan Love are just both fine? Like they're they're decent quarterbacks and they have good games and bad games. And the Packers Bears rivalry is actually somewhat balanced and there's wins and losses on both sides. Like no one can wrap their mind around that happening. It's one team is going to dominate the other. And it's going to happen for the next 10 years. And it's going to be decided by what happens on Sunday. It's insane. So I, I probably, I'll be very excited if they win. Should be. I don't see me overreacting. And the, the, the only way I would overreact is if I caught wind of one bears fan that was, then I would go, then I would melt down on, on X. What if it's 27-3 Packers? You're overreacting to that. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I think more so <laughs> in that circumstance. Empty calories, Paul. You're going to take the high road if they win by multiple touchdowns? Is that what you're telling me? Paul, you got to go to diet or Coke Zero. No. Those are 140 calories that do nothing for you. Oh, I'm aware. When you drink that Coke. I know. Um... Is that how many are in the can? Look for me. 140. Yep. See? That's a man who's been, that's a man who's been using my fitness pal. Yeah. Uh, I would overreact. If it was 27-3, then I might overreact to the defense. Yeah. Like, if our defense looks kick-ass, then I might overreact. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Well, if they hold the Bears to three points, you can get hyped about the defense and then also talk smack to Bears fans about how they have a running back playing quarterback. If they Ooh, only that's the best point. part of it all. Yeah. I don't even believe it, but like even in our, my, my group chat with a bears fan, one of my best friends, like we always joke to him that Justin Fields is a running back and he's like, ha ha ha. Well, right. But Bart, Bart was that you that pointed out on Twitter that there was that Justin Fields video and he talked about, you know, the season and whatever. And at no point did he mention passing the football? No. Cause I'm a Justin Fields believer. There was a video. Daydream believer. I'm a Justin fans believer. There's this video where he remember when Fields. Remember when I was recording a podcast and Allie interrupted me to do the Allie Faith show in the hallway. How long has she been on that station? 15, 20 years? Yeah, a long time. She's done good for herself. Um, I don't know what I was saying. And I I like her. She just, we have a bad relationship when it comes to coffee. Cafe. I think, um, I think most Packers fans, win or lose, will overreact, and it will be probably annoying regardless. It'd be more fun if it's like a win, obviously, but I don't think we're going to have a, as a fan base overall, I do not think we're going to have a measured response to Sunday's game. Is that fair? Well, yeah, it's week one. And it's the Bears, and it's a new era. 
and it's all of the other stuff that goes with it. Wait, so Grant, what, what's your Grant? You're going to overreact to to win or a loss, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. probably not. No, and, unless it's the only way I will overreact is if the Packers blow them out, and it or, and it'll be like tongue in cheek overreaction if I do or that. get blown Losses. out. W- would you overreact to getting blown out, Grant? Um, depends on well. You get blown out, you get blown out. I was going to say depends on what it looks like, but it's not going to look good. Um, a definitive oh, trouncing yeah. of the Packers. You're gonna you're gonna overreact to that. Maybe yeah, maybe I would. Maybe I might. Well, and Grant also is on a radio show, so you have to. Yeah, no, whereas Grant, here in the podcast world, everything can be measured and yeah. long form, whereas I'm I'm beholden to the. Yeah, we got we got nuance. I'm not worried about the meters. You know. Yeah. I, I here's a, here's here's one. Okay. This is from I did writer than you on Wednesday, past tense. Mm-hmm. And one of the buy or sells was buy or sell. In the finale of Hard Knocks, Aaron Rodgers admitted to seeing a UFO since signing with the Jets. Buy or sell Aaron Rodgers saw a UFO. <laughs> you sold the hell out of that, didn't you? I did, and I referenced, past tense, a map. There's this map I saw where it was UFO sightings around the world, like a heat map. And it's basically all the United States and Europe. Like nobody in Asia is seeing UFOs. So you're saying white people just love seeing UFOs and saying that we love not all white people, but I feel like it's mostly white people. Well, we, we look at the people. we look at the sky, and it could be a million different things, and we're like, "Nope, aliens." <laughs> Which then I also went into my uh, hot t- or my take that aliens missed their window. Which they is did. a good take. That's a good take. Yeah, they <clears> they, <throat> they miss. They missed their best opportunity to. It, it reminds me of that one Taron Killam character on Saturday Night Live. Next, yeah. yeah. Well, you said it on CBS Sports Radio a couple weeks ago, where it's like, "Oh, aliens are here." Like, Great. I'm gonna. Do you hear what Sean Payton said today? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. Call your call your boss on a Saturday night and say, uh, "Mr. Sir, I don't think I'm coming in. This alien invasion is pretty fucked up." And be like. Do you want to take a half day? I mean, we need you here. <laughs> take me to your leader, sir. Right, right this way. Right here. this way. You want yeah. to run for president? All I right. forgot that we're even talking. Oh, overreaction. Yes. Well, you know, classic overreaction Monday next week, Paul. We we go all out for that on sports radio. So. Yeah. yeah. If it's Not a blowout, I will overreact. Otherwise, no. But that's why I, pre- I preface the <clears throat> the topic even says here in me notes. Be honest colon win or lose so it's like you know what's what's your real like what's what would be your non oh i didn't remember i didn't hear you said be honest okay well that changes everything <laughs> but grant's saying that he might sensationalize it for the city you know like grant won't because he's a pro but some people might on the radio sensationalize it because it's overreaction monday but would you really honestly sensationalize it there was, right. uh, i went to i went to jacksonville for a game that one year and yeah. packers won but like by a field goal. Was that the fake spike thing with Davante and the... No, that was Miami. Okay. 
but I was there. I was at that one too. I'm a, I'm like a world traveler kind of. Yeah, you are. At least Florida. But Joe filled in for me, and uh, he he starts. He goes, Packers win, but there were problems. And Chuck's like, Joe, we don't always have to be negative. It's like, you know, because the sports talk mind is like, what are we gonna rip on? What are we mad about? Mm-hmm. He's like, just talk about the win. Do you have the clip of when you interviewed Joe? Was he at like the Badgers bowl game and you didn't take it seriously at all? And he got super pissed about. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I'm no, trying to remember what he did was uh, yeah, the Heffelfinger and Horvat interview. Yeah, Horvat and I were doing the show. And <laughs> he was pissed. I remember that. Joe was pissed. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't remember all the context of it. Uh, we, we, Heffelfinger got on and. We had told him, just say we left. Say we weren't interested, and we left. <laughs> and so Applefinger did the interview. <laughs> Joe was mad. <laughs> but didn't – was it weren't like Applefinger's questions – didn't you tell him to ask uh, – there was something about the questions themselves, though, too, wasn't oh, there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll th- I have it. I'll, will you I'll please, throw it in. Will you please air tack that? Tack it on, would you? Maybe I'll hashtag tack it on. All right, I have two more football questions to get to in the next 15 minutes, but I have to do a quick intermission here. A few weeks ago, Bart, you said you were mature enough that you say now mature, and you're mature enough that you now say envelope. <clears throat> mm-hmm or mm-mm. You are mature to the point that you say vase. Oh, no, I say vase. Oh, so you, you still have got room to grow. Yeah, you do. Also, I, heard, I, you know I don't have any vases in my house. I was watching Curb, and uh, Jeff's wife la- uh, said, um, "Can you pick up that vase for me?" And I was like, "Oh, that's that's a, that's one pretentious step too far." Um, and then, I'm like, "I wonder if I wonder if the mature host of the Bart Winkler show agrees with vase, but nope, nope, nope." And then Jeff Green slash Jeff Garland's like, "Buzz!" I love his voice. I I love listening. Yeah. Yell. He does have a great voice. He's great. He maybe is his, at his best in the film Daddy Daycare. Which, oh, if, such that's a... not a, if that's not a film you've showed your son, you have. <sighs> like the number of times my wife and I watched Daddy Daycare just because it's a good movie, even before having kids, was in the double digits comfortably. We have yeah. since we have since shown it to the kids. It's a wonderful film. No, you can't call it a film. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's good cinema. Uh, tai Chi under the tree. Eddie Murphy really is cooking in, in that movie. It's great film. Anyway. Like, there's the well, the favorite part is, like, when the kid comes out of the bathroom, says, I missed. Yeah. Well, what, what does that mean? I missed. Or, you know, when Jeff plays Hava Nagila, there's always <laughs> something Jewish with him. That's, that's what I love about Curb. I, like, I hear Jewish-sounding music now, and I'm like, oh, this could this would be in Curb. Uh, do you anyway. say faux pas, or do you say Fox Pass? <laughs> <laughs> I say Fox Pass. <laughs> You say uh, LaCourt Oriel or Le Couture. Do you say entree or entry? I say entry. <laughs> What's your entry? What's your entry? Um, I'll have an appetizer and then this will be my entry. Mm-hmm. All right. Vaz is incorrect. Mm-mm, it's vase. All right. If you see if you see a menu and they don't have prices on there. That's going to be the most expensive meal of your life. 
<laughs> didn't go where I thought it was going to go. No, it did not. This is a super duper. Uh... Well, hold on. We're at 47.50. Tim, take out fake accent restaurant 47.50 in post. Only at Golden Corral. I, the, I, the, the, the Tim edit and post bit. I love it. It's funny. It's not, but it's funny because the other people will like tweet it. <laughs> like, oh, Tim didn't take it out and post. <laughs> That's what's funny. Especially because it was built organically. Like no one ever at any point forced it, but just everyone picked up on it. All right. I have and three... Tim doesn't know how to use like any of this equipment. <laughs> and he's never edited anything in post. No. It's like if you would have asked Horvat in real life to actually like do something in post. Horvat was gone at 9.58. Like, Dude, I've gone back through the archives to try to find old clips from shows. And the problem is whenever Horvat was cutting the podcast, it just says hour one, hour two, hour three. <laughs> and there's no description worth a shit. Guys talk football. Or there's like descriptions so bad that he shouldn't have even had them. Like Bart and Ryan talk football. And that's it. I'm like, that's not helping me find what I'm looking for. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He always had to go. There was always, an, I, I mean, the, there, I just remember there always being a reason that he had to leave at nine fifty nine or whatever. Like he could never stay to get the nine o'clock podcast. Up. <laughs> okay. All right. Here's three rapid, somewhat rapid fire football questions for us to conclude. And this this one's gonna be very sports radio topic, but I was thinking about it, and I'm asking it because I'm curious. If you could only pick one day in time for the Packers to play at all season, it would be. Oh, uh, Sunday at 325. That's my answer. Mm-hmm. Because I like the red zone block. Um, yep. I like Sunday night. I like Sunday night. And for my post games, which I'm doing, I can do it from 625 to 725 and then mm-hmm. watch the Sunday night game. Uh, also, the other games that I'm usually missing at that time, if the Packers are playing at that time, they're like the premier game. I can miss Rams Broncos. I can miss. Yeah. Chargers, Cardinals, Raiders. Yeah, I, I can miss Chargers, Raiders. Because the Packers are on at three thirty. They, they are the thing. Yeah. Um, Sunday night is fine. I mean, Monday night they're all fine. Yeah. Sunday at noon blows because there's eight other games happening. You you yeah. miss the opportunity cost is greatest when the Packers play at noon. I mm-hmm. prefer to watch them at noon because then I can co- I have time to come down through the rest of my day if they lose. Or I have time. I have time to ride that high. The highlights during the OT show on Fox. It's football night in America. Now we're reliving Packers highlights. Let's go to Rodney or or Tony Dungy and hear them stumble through some take about how the Packers won. It, it's but but I miss all the other games at noon if the Packers play at noon. So I'm I'm in agreement here. The non-Packers game you're looking most forward to this weekend is, and I'll I'll suggest one to you because that's how the game works. Thank you. Jets Bills. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. I wouldn't say I'm looking forward to it. In the classical sense. You're most curious about it. I am most intrigued by oh, it. Okay, let's pick a game. Let's pick three games. Curious, confident, and concerned. Let's do three. All right. I'm curious in Jets Bills. Okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm confident in Ravens Texans. That will be my survivor pick. We'll say. Mm-hmm. And I'm concerned about the uh, Niners Steelers. Why? 
I don't know. I I think the Steelers will win. I, I like that. Know. I like that. I know who every team plays. I don't know if you Off are top of my head. Depending on if you air this Thursday or Friday, I think there's reason to be concerned as an NFC North team fan that if the Lions do beat the Chiefs, presumably without Kelsey, I guess we'll wait to see if that happens or not. Well, that, that would be that would be a, I mean that would be one that would be one hell of a way to start the regular season is like the Lions going oh, into going into this week. I said the most like rock the boat outcome would be that even if the Cardinals beat the Commanders, whatever. But the Lions have a chance, had a chance, will have who knows what we're about. So it's probably airing Friday, so I don't want to do it too much. But. Yeah. The but it's okay. So you want to say you're not most looking forward to Jets Bills, but you're most what do you say, intrigued by Jets Bills? Yeah, I am beyond captivated to see how Rogers looks. Well, yeah, yeah, but you're gonna get pissed by the time the ball is kicked off. You're gonna be pissed about one clip that they ran of Rogers or about something. I'm pissed now. Enjoy. <laughs> He's preemptively pissed here. Yeah. Um, what 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 would be like another runner up? Because I almost was going to exclude the Jets because that's unfair. Um, I need to look at the. Schedule. I do think the 49ers Steelers could be good. I am intrigued to see uh, Jacksonville versus Anthony Richardson. Browns uh, Bengals. I want to see if the Browns don't suck. I'm intrigued. We want we probably won't be able to see it. Cowboys Giants Sunday night. Yeah, I I. I probably will get excited for that once it's happening, but I'm not. I want to see the Dolphins and the Chargers. It's at the same time as Packers Bears, but Dolphins Chargers is a good one. I was gonna say, yeah. God, it's gonna be dumb. What? Just God, it's gonna be God. You, you almost went full Napoleon. Awful movie. It was not my thing at all. Napoleon Dynamite. Never seen it. Don't. Never saw it. Never seen it. So okay. Stupid. Um. Any other entries or entrees into this conversation? Otherwise, I'll do my last one. There we go. Uh, one, yeah, you can do your, you can do your final. final. The uh, MVP race, you get Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, or you get the field. Hurts and Mahomes, or the field, you would take Holmes and Holmes. You would take. <laughs> I think you, gotta, you would take. We, Hurts we, and Mahomes. we can play my field game. Let's do it. Where you keep stacking until you don't take the field anymore. I'm so I'm, I would take the field at Hertz and Mahomes. I would you would. Likewise, I would as well. Mm, okay. Well, well, I've got my eye, game. I've got my eye on two guys. Okay. Herbert. No. Lamar. He won't play enough. Why? Because he Lamar, never does. The Lamar hype has gone too high now. I was oh, I'm riding it. I was with it until a point, and now I'm like, eh. and the guy I actually bet to win the MVP, which Trevor is? Lawrence. Love, uh, love, I, I love, love Trevor Lawrence. Love. I, I have know. a great, I have a great argument too, which I have presented to the national folks, and I'll present to you. Okay. No one's gonna watch Jacksonville this year. They're never on TV. Okay. So if Jacksonville wins 11 or 12 games, like you're not going to be like, if the Chiefs win, you say, yeah, Mahomes is good, but man, the running game was good there. Travis Kelsey does a bunch. Lawrence is going to get all the credit. You're just going to be like, oh, Lawrence must be having a great year. Mm. MVP. Without actually watching it. Yeah. 
but if they win 12 games, won't it be because he is very good? Well, yeah, that, I mean, this is kind of, a, I, I feel like I'm trying to act smarter than I am, but I would take. No, I'm not trying to shoot a hole in your, I think you have a good point. It's also harder to win MVP if no one's ever watching you. Like if you're never on national TV. So there's that too, but I, I would agree with now, you. I will say that the MVP odds are in line with who I have grouped. I see a lot of these quarterback tiers and my tier is elite where Patrick Mahomes is in his own tier. And then Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Hertz, Jackson, and Lawrence are in the next tier. These are all the franchise quarterbacks. Not one team would trade long-term for any other. Jacksonville would not trade Lawrence for any of those guys, except mm-hmm. Herbert. They would not trade for any other guy. Yeah. Then you, then you throw in like Dak and Rogers, you know, Rogers. We'll see if he's good. Did you see what our favorite uh, sports talk show is, is doing? They're not doing quarterback tiers this year. They're doing Mahomes mountain. And I did see Mahomes mountain. I thought, Oh, that's good. I wish I would have. Well, what I am I? Jack was too high. This is first things first. Yeah. He, yeah. cause he had uh, Nick Wright had Jackson and uh, Lawrence, by the way, Lamar, I should say, no one ever calls him Jackson. I yeah. Know. Yeah. Jackson Mahomes. Jackson Mahomes. Stonewall Jackson. So Grant, where's your cutoff? Jackson Brown. Grant, how many of those names? By the way, the next celebrity death that will make me very depressed. That's the next one on the docket. <laughs> Don't be that preemptively one. depressed about it. Now, Grant, the version of Stay that's like 15 minutes. That's the one you have to check out. What's Jackson Brown's best song? Do you have an opinion? Uh, yes. Maybe you don't listen to that much, JB. I don't know. No, I do have an opinion. Paul? One second. I feel like the one I like. It's got to either be between Doctor My Eyes, Running on Empty, The Pretender, Somebody's Baby, These Days, Tender is the Night, Stay. Reading, yep. Those are the hits. Yeah, those are the biggies. Those. It's got to be between one of those, right? (laughs) Yep, yep. (laughs) I'm very much into... I'm very much into Doctor My Eyes. Okay, that was the first one that I said because it was the my first choice, not because it was the first on this list I just saw. Uh, Grant, I don't know. I don't know that I have. I I like. I don't know. I rotate. You with the artists you like the most, you kind of bounce around. But would you have described his style as like emo or like alt rock? Did he write somebody's baby? Yeah, I believe so. Because that's been done a few times. Let's see. Yeah, uh, someone he did, he, he, he did write it. Yeah, I just I just looked. That's a that's a really good song. My favorite. Oh, Phantom Planet covered it for not another Teen Mooney movie. You were you is, probably you probably were a Phantom Planet guy. Uh, I was, and not only that, not another Teen movie is a top ten movie. I like not another Teen movie. It's so fucking good. But then it's all no, those other movies suck. It's scary no movie was good. Scary movie was good. But then, like, Dynasty, Fantasy movie, all those ones sucked. I think. Or did you ever see? Did you ever see Swim Fan back in the day? No, sir. What, were you too scared as a swimming guy? Probably. But before we wrap up, could I ask you guys for a recommendation? I'm thinking of watching news radio. Is that something I should watch? I don't know. I don't think I've seen news radio. 
You won't even recognize Joe Rogan. You'll be like, who is this guy? He's kind of cool. You'll be like, I want to listen to his personal thoughts. I feel like the hate, the hate for Joe Rogan has now become too much. I feel like it was warranted for a bit, but I, we can't find a nice middle ground as a society that Joe Rogan occasionally has a good podcast. I'm not willing to throw the baby out with the bathwater with rogues. Uh, Phil Hartman died during the airing of the show. Oh, so then they brought in, what did they do? Well, I was just watching clips the other day and I saw the guy from Barry Fuchs and he was in no country for old men, which I made my dad watch with me this weekend too. And I almost didn't recognize him. Yeah. News radio is good. News radio is kind of forgotten about. Oh man. Joe Rogan. Yeah. He does not look like that anymore. Anywho. Oh, then they brought in Lovitz. John. Yeah. Anywho, yeah, that's Grant, that's, that's Grant. Do you know who Phil Hartman is? Probably. Oh, don't read. There's a section of his Wikipedia that's. Oh uh, no, actually, I don't think I know who this is. His wife killed him. Oh, yeah, murder suicide. Yeah, jeez. Right. <coughs> Dark. He he was uh, I mean, he was a hundred different things. Frozen caveman lawyer. They really just named shows whatever they wanted back in the day. No, no, that was a character. Character, character, character. He's Troy McClure. Troy McClure. Can you get a chest x-ray or something? (laughs) You don't even smoke. Like, you know he could mute his mic and chooses not to. I have been, mostly. You have he's marking timestamps for Tim. He'll just edit that out in post. That's true. Yeah, that's true. This is our last mm-hmm, mm-hmm before football season starts, boys. This is special. We're about we, to really be in the. Thick we made of it. it. We made it. We did. We, we did it. it. We did it. Hands in the middle. All right. <clears throat> I gotta go. I do as well. Me also. You guys be well. Be, be well. well. Enjoy week one. Enjoy it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, uh, yeah. The show's over. You gotta end. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com